I'm Kate Daniels. Good heart health, that's what we aim for, and that is precisely the focus we take right now with Marietta Williams. Marietta is an executive at Union Bank and volunteers for the American Heart Association. That includes being here this morning, being active with the Heart Walk, Go Red for Women, and other events. I am so pleased that Marietta joins us this morning, as I believe her story and insights will help each of us take a step forward in taking charge of our heart health. Marietta Williams, good morning. It is so wonderful to have you join us this morning. Oh, good morning, Kate. I'm so happy to be here. Well, the big happiness is that we are talking about heart health, because this is such a a key area of health for every single person on this planet. And when we think in terms of heart disease and heart health, isn't it just quite incredible what the statistics are? Oh, it really is, Kate. It's amazing that, you know, heart disease and stroke kills one in three women in the United States and about one uh, every 80 seconds, you know, and that most of it's preventable. And it's really about knowing your risk and taking action. So those are really some very important key pieces of information that we want to kind of dissect and get more into to give people some good guidelines as to what we need to do, every single one of us. So let's begin with why you are involved. You've really spent quite a number of years involved with the American Heart Association. Why is that? I have, Kate. And, you know, five years ago when I joined Union Bank, um, it was a a difficult time for me. I just lost my father two months prior to a massive heart attack. And joining Union Bank uh, really was an amazing time in my life because it introduced me to the American Heart Association. And, you know, I've learned uh, throughout the time being with the bank that, you know, we've partnered with the American Heart Association for 30 years. And in fact, the last nine years, our employees and customers have helped raise more than $8 million in support of the AHA. And so I try to do my part to raise awareness that heart disease is a serious issue that affects so many of our loved ones. And as you mentioned, with your father dying from heart from a heart attack, that certainly is great motivation because isn't there a familiar connection for for any for all of us? Absolutely. You know, and when you lose a family member, you know, it, it's so sudden um, in my case. And, you know, it was undetected cardiovascular disease. And, you know, I really find that this is a great way for us to honor him and for everyone to to honor, educate, and really um, do our part to to try to, you know, uh, stop this from happening to anyone else. And this is what is so important, this educational piece, this opportunity of really focusing on heart health during not just Heart Heart Health Awareness Month, but really throughout the year. But I think what's really important to be aware of is that we are much more informed. Our parents' generation didn't necessarily have this kind of focus. So we are really quite fortunate in that way, aren't we? Absolutely. So here we are going to take a look at some of these various aspects of what we can do 
to protect ourselves, to make sure that we are healthy. So one of the things that was interesting, you and I met quite recently earlier this month at the Heart Association's Heart Health Luncheon, and that was an incredible opportunity for to come together in a sea of red, uh, which was significant in itself, to really band together to learn a lot. And there was a lot of education, wasn't there? Oh, there was. You know, the Go Red for Women luncheon in downtown Seattle was an amazing event. And, you know, to hear that a woman dies from heart disease and stroke every 80 seconds is so unfortunate. But it's really about, you know, understanding your family history of heart disease. It, you know, it's a significant factor, but it doesn't mean that you're doomed. We, can, we can't change our genetics, but we can change behaviors to avoid the risk. And 80% of cardiac events can be prevented. And, you know, that we really have the power to prevent disease the heart disease, um, but it starts with knowing our own risk factors, including our family history, but really making ourselves a priority and discussing it all with our doctors. Absolutely. So that is one of the key things, too, is to have that relationship with our physicians so that that history is something that is well known and that uh, we keep up to date with uh, just any kind of changes that happen in our lives. Absolutely. So when we, uh, at the luncheon, we talked about some of the things that we can do. There was really an interesting young woman there who is a life coach, and she gave us some really great tips as to what we can do specifically to really focus on these healthy aspects, these healthy pathways that we can create in our life. Yes, and Amber Teal, she was um, amazing, and she made it so simple. You know, she had some great tips that I think are easy for all of us to incorporate into our daily lifestyle. You know, one of it is, is just eating a healthy breakfast. Don't just fill up on caffeine, which I know is really easy to do, um, but real foods to keep our energy levels steady. And then drinking water as a source of energy is the healthiest way to hydrate. And then challenging ourselves to eat a salad every day, the healthy kind with lean protein and light dressing, not the ranch and croutons like she mentioned. Um, But also, I think the fourth point around aiming for progress, not perfection. So, you know, you're doing great if you're 80% on track and perfection is not the goal. The goal is to get better every day and just to to keep this plan top of mind. And isn't that so important to think in terms of progress, because any of us is is vulnerable that something might kind of take us off track for an hour, perhaps for a day. But don't let that then become the, the new norm. We can get right back on track again and focus on healthy habits. Absolutely. And I think one of those is, of course, uh, with foods that we can easily get off track if we go to a party or if we are on vacation and we decide to splurge a bit. But make that like just an occasional thing, not our life pathway. Right. But don't give up on the plan and don't give up on yourself because so many times, you know, we're all perfectionists. We want to, we make a goal and we want to commit to it, but we are going to have those obstacles. So it's just sticking to it and uh, knowing that, you know, as long as we're staying focused and we're trying to stay on track, just don't give up. Exactly. So 
again, we just really want to underscore that is to at least take those baby steps and see little changes begin to take effect. We we heard from uh, the MC how... they, her team really took a, a new habit under wing during February to try and make some changes because during that course of a month, really in 21 days, if we start to do something differently, it becomes entrenched in us. Absolutely. 21 days makes a habit. <laughs> yeah. So there we have a, a, a great way to take a look at one thing. It doesn't have to be a full course change, but even just taking one thing, right? Exactly. I did it with water. I mean, I've known how important water is, but sometimes I can get really, well, let's say lazy about it. But since that luncheon and this kind of focus, I've really gotten so much better about increasing my water intake. And it's amazing how something as simple as water makes such a big difference in our lives. Absolutely, Kate. That's great. And I'm trying to incorporate a salad every day. And so it's top of mind. How do I get that salad into uh, either my lunch or dinner? (laughs) Right. And the thing with salads is that they can be so simple. There too, at the luncheon, we had such a great example of just having a, a number of different items that everybody in a family could really take the things that they like. They can focus on particular veggies or they might want to look at the grilled chicken as part of it. And we can very easily make such a tasty and very healthy salad. Yeah, make it fun for the whole family. (laughs) Exactly. That's, That's one great way to do it. So, when we think in terms of uh, the healthy things that we need to do, another really key thing, of course, is to have some activity. And we touched on that, too. And there's there's a number of ways uh, uh, that, that this really is supported by the Heart Association. Um, physical activity is known to be important, isn't it? It absolutely is. So we don't have to join a gym and, you know, spend hours there. That's not the kind of thing we're talking about, is it, Marietta? No, not at all. It's all about just getting active. So active, and here's, again, another thing that the Heart Association really helps us to do. It's it's such an incredible organization that makes it really so simple for us if we just take a look at some of the different activities, even just a few of them. So one of the things in terms of being active is this National Walking Day. Tell us about that. Oh, well, we're really excited. Um, Union Bank and the American Heart Association are partnering up um, to support National Walking Day. It's on Wednesday, April 6th. And, you know, we know Americans are spending a lot more time at work and we're sitting in front of a screen we're becoming less active, which can increase our risk of heart disease, stroke, and other diseases. The idea behind National Walking Day is very simple. It's all about getting moving. If you're not already active, it's a great time to get started, and walking is one of the safest forms of exercise. On National Walking Day, the American Heart Association and Union Bank invites everyone to get moving. We're encouraging everyone to take 30 minutes to go for a walk and get our hearts pumping. If you're at work, taking a walking break, or even scheduling a walking meeting instead of a sit-down meeting. It doesn't have to be um, a full 30 minutes straight. You can even do two 15-minute walks during the day and still get the benefits, the heart health benefits. 
So again, it's such a simple thing to do. We can incorporate it into a workday quite easily, as you said, just breaking up a a 30-minute activity into two 15-minute actions is the break we might typically have at any of our job situations. So again, we can do it in such a way that it's not going to be, oh no, one more thing I need to do. It's quite simple to add it in. Absolutely. And you can make it fun and bring a friend along with you as well. (laughs) All the better than you can motivate each other, right? Absolutely. So in terms of National Walking Day, I think that there are probably events in our area here in Seattle and the Puget Sound where we can hook in with some other people if we choose to. Absolutely. So on April 6th, we're um, in downtown Seattle. Union Bank is joining forces with the American Heart Association to organize a walk in downtown Seattle. So we're encouraging everyone. We'd love to have you join us. We're meeting at Fifth and University for a warm-up. We'll have snacks and giveaways. And the walk's going to start at noon, and we're going to walk together for a mile. It's open to the public, and we'd love to see all of our downtown Seattle companies come and participate. And the other piece is, We're also organizing a treadmill challenge among the local members of the press to truly walk the walk on National Walking Day. And we're going to have treadmills set up on the Union Bank Plaza. And Kate, I'd love to to invite you to be a part of that challenge as well. So part of it is is getting on the treadmill and just being active. Absolutely. And then, you know, in Tacoma down south, uh, the American Heart Association is partnering with Downtown on the Go for a guided walk. They're meeting at Wrights Park by the Lion Statues during the lunch hour, and that also is open to the public. And really, you know, no matter where you are, if you can't get to one of the organized walks, the idea is just to go out and walk and make physical activity a part of your daily routine. You know, many companies and organizations are signing up for National Walking Day to kick off a month-long focus for employees to be more active. And there's free information and resources at um, theheart.org. Uh, backslash National Walking Day. So lots of information available if you want to organize your own walk. But we're just encouraging everybody, get out and, and let's, if you're not already active, let's get active. And, today, and April 6th is a great uh, day to start. Exactly. And that's coming up very quickly. And what a wonderful activity in the springtime. Good time to get started if uh, we haven't been involved in doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. And another point that I just want to underscore, because we keep mentioning the Heart Association, they are so greatly organized. And the website, heart.org, really is a wealth of so much good information, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of information out there. And if you go to heart.org and you also type in your zip code, you can get local information um, they also, you know, have a phone number that you can call, which is 206-336-7200. Perfect. So physical activity, we certainly know it's important. Here we're mentioning the need to get active, get moving. There is actually an interesting statistic about what happens when we do get active and do this in our life as to what it means for longevity. Absolutely. So, you know, the research has shown that every hour of regular exercise can add about two hours to life expectancy. And it's even if you don't start until midlife. And, you know, the other benefits are really around 
Um, it, it can relieve depression, improve your memory, lower your blood pressure, and also help prevent obesity. And, you know, facts around um, what the American Heart Association recommends for physical activity, it's simple. 30 minutes a day, five times a week, and it's, again, it's an easy goal to remember, whether it's walking, running, biking, playing sports, or yoga, the goals, you know, 150 minutes a week of moderate exercise for adults or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise or a combination of both, and then kids need at least 60 minutes of, di- of physical activity per day. And think of what that does for kids uh, to be active like that and get that energy expended, then they might be ready to sit down and pay attention in a classroom for for a period of time instead of being antsy in their seats. Absolutely. And as a mother of two boys, I I know uh, that can happen. So definitely positive impacts of getting everybody active. And also, back on this area of what it does for us, you mentioned uh, relieving the depression, improving memory, and blood pressure is improved. These are key areas of health challenges that face so many people in our country. To think that without taking medicines, just walking, I'm not saying that we shouldn't take the medicines if we need to, but here, if we do something as simple and natural as walking to alleviate such symptoms, isn't that just the greatest bonus? It is. And again, it's something you can incorporate your family, your friends, you can make it fun um, and really be in control of that as well. And as you mentioned, having sons, any of us with children, to demonstrate that making it a family event really begins to set those patterns and those habits in their lives at a young age. So it really sets a a good vision for their future. Absolutely. Yeah. Great things that can be done. And we're so grateful that the Heart Association really takes time to hone in on this and give us these directives because let's take a moment to look at those statistics again, Marietta, as to what the incidence of heart attacks and stroke are in our country. Yeah. Well, again, you know, thinking back to our earlier discussion, heart disease and stroke kills one in three women in the United States, one every 80 seconds. And again, you know, thinking about how most of this is preventable. If you're educated, you understand your risk factors, you look at, you know, um, how you fit in different pieces that will encourage a healthy lifestyle and healthy choices. Yes. And I want to also reflect back uh, a moment to the event of the uh, Go Red for Women luncheon, and the the keynote speaker was Uh, a young woman, really in her 30s. And wasn't her story just so compelling as to thinking that if you're in your 30s, certainly you have, and you're in great shape, you think you have the world by the tail, but that wasn't her experience. And could you even imagine she was heading to her wedding on a plane and I couldn't even, just her sheer emotion, her story was so touching. And again, like you mentioned, a healthy young woman um, who, you know, suffered such a, such a huge uh, trauma, you know, the, the day before her wedding on a flight. And uh, absolutely, that was a very special and touching story. It was. It had me in tears. And it was also just one of those things where we need to realize that heart disease can 
really just sneak up on us. So it's so important. All these key areas that we're talking about, hers was a case of family history on her father's side, who she said, in her case too, her father died of heart disease. Absolutely. Yes. So it's important to know that history. Then the American Heart Association gives us a list of seven key indicators for heart health. So let's touch on those to again underscore all the simple things that each of us can do, Marietta. Absolutely. So the first one, Kate, is getting active. And again, starting slowly by taking a walk around your neighborhood and gradually increasing the distance. And again, you know, thinking back to National Walking Day, April 6th is a great day to start um, if you haven't started already. And then the second, eating better, really focusing on shopping along the outside aisles of your grocery store, getting, you know, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and foods that are high in fiber, um, really maintaining a healthy weight, and that's by following the first two steps of moderate physical activity and eating nutritiously, managing your blood pressure, understanding what your blood pressure really is, because one in three adults has high blood pressure, and yet many people don't even know they have it. Um, controlling our cholesterol, making sure our, our desired, you know, total cholesterol level is less than 200, but understanding those factors and, and how you can manage that. Um, reducing blood sugar. The AHA recommends uh, for healthy blood glucose under 100. Uh, blood sugar levels that are too high can lead to diabetes, and over time they can damage your eyes, your kidneys, your nerves, and your heart. And then uh, last, stop smoking or don't start. One year living smoke-free, you've cut your risk in, for heart disease in half. And on the topic of uh, smoking and don't get started, I know that there was a booth at the Go Red for Women luncheon where they talked about ch- uh, increasing or advancing the age of where uh, young people can purchase cigarettes up to 21. And you can sign a petition. And I think the key here is that the the longer that is delayed pushing that forward the more information can come to them they can make more intelligent decisions and hopefully by 21 decide you know I don't even want to get started at all mm-hmm. yeah so really some key things uh an, another area and this is so important. You were mentioning, Marietta, about blood pressure, how we need to really focus on that. And it's here's another area that, for myself, I was, um, I think I was just in my early 30s at the point where I went to donate blood, and they discovered that my blood pressure was so high that they couldn't allow me to donate blood. I had no idea that that was even a consideration for me. And that's how uh, insidious or how sneaky it can be that it's really important to keep track of these kinds of numbers and make sure that we get this checked on a regular basis. Absolutely. What a great point. So really important things of, you know, establishing this relationship with a a physician, make sure that you're able to have a good rapport and and, uh, it, be doing this on a annual basis, if not even more regularly, if a, a, a case, a need arises, correct? Oh, correct. Yeah. So really key things that we can see that we have so, we have the power, right? Information 
the education, that is power. Now, the key thing is to act on it, correct? Yes, absolutely, Kate. You know, and one of the key takeaways from the Go Red Luncheon was making yourself a priority. So many times we're focused on everyone else, but you've got to ensure that you're healthy yourself and you're making yourself a priority. You're just you're taking time to discuss, you know, your um, information with your doctor, and uh, that impact will will not only impact you but also your family as well and all those people that care about you. Yes, exactly. And uh, we were fortunate, of course, to hear the story of our keynote speaker and her experience of suffering a heart attack on on a flight. And I think in her saying that if she could make a plane land, because she had to make the decision, was she feeling it so strongly that she needed to for the plane to to land. She said, if I can do that, you can certainly take time to make an appointment to see the doctor. You can make time to do that important thing in your life if I can stop a plane, right? Absolutely. <laughs> that was so significant that, you know, most of us, thankfully, are not going to have that kind of huge situation. But I think it's a way to really uh, put that image deeply inside of ourselves so that we do make sure we put ourselves first. It's so important. So many people are counting on each one of us, and we've got to make ourselves a priority. And I trust that that's definitely what you are doing, uh, that the familial angle of it for you, you're making sure that you're taking good care of yourself. Of course. Yeah. I have to for my family and friends and coworkers and I you know, I encourage them all to do the same. Yes. And I am doing the same as well because in my case also my mother um had a heart attack. She's actually had two heart attacks and bless her wonderful heart, she is still with us and basically thriving, but it is really something that uh, that rattles you, that shakes you up, because it certainly has changed her life in that she it has caused her to slow down some because of the damage to the heart. So I think the key here is to be active ahead of time so we don't hit a, one of those crises in our lives that uh, cause some debilitation. Absolutely. And that's it's understanding those pieces and then your own personal factors. And, and um, again, you know, understanding family history is a significant risk factor, but it doesn't mean, again, that we're doomed. We control it. We can, you know, live the, the simple seven. Um, we can make sure that we actively participate and exercise. And that 30 minutes a day, again, incorporating that into our normal day-to-day routines, eating well, drinking water, you know, eating that salad a day and just you know, aiming for progress and not perfection. Again, going back to what Amber shared with all of us at the luncheon, it's so important and so controllable. Because we want to change that statistic of heart disease and stroke that kills one in three women in the United States. We we want it to be that we become so conscious and so careful about the good things that we do for our body that that's going to be a zero that we are not going to die from those diseases. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. We just want to be able to live a healthy, long life. And when it's time for our time on the planet to then be over is then in a natural way, we uh, basically go to sleep. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Right. So let's be healthy and do all these key things. It really is quite simple, isn't it, Marietta, to to do these, and it just becomes a natural part of our life. We're not preparing to run a marathon. It's just a simple, natural way to live. Absolutely. And thinking about, you know, 21 days creates a habit. Just get started. That's the key. Get moving. Get active. Um, You know, make yourself a priority. Talk with your doctor. Understand your own statistics, your own um, areas, and uh, focus on you. And then also incorporate. The great thing about all of this is you can incorporate your family, your friends into it, and you can make it fun um, and make it a part of your day-to-day life. Exactly. So I think we should uh, perhaps wrap this up with mentioning the website because there too, all the things that we've discussed are reiterated there. Plus, there's so much more great information that everyone can find. Absolutely. So again, um, if you go online to the American Heart Association website, it's heart.org. Again, you can type in your zip code, get local information. There's the phone number. 206-336-7200. And then again, I just want to encourage everyone, April 6th is the American Heart Association's National Walking Day. We invite everyone to join us at downtown Seattle at the Union Bank uh, Plaza at 5th and University. Again, we're going to have warm-up snacks, giveaways. Come walk with us one mile. Uh, We're going to have fun, uh, and we'd love to see everyone from downtown companies come to participate. But again, if you can't join us, just get out and walk. Bring a friend. Um, You can do it in one segment of 30 minutes or break it up into two like we talked about um, on your breaks. Um, And again, uh, Union Bank is so proud to to partner with the AHA. And uh, we're really looking forward to a a great event on April 6th. And uh, more importantly, getting everyone up and moving. Indeed. Absolutely. Well, Marietta Williams, it's been so wonderful to have you here with us this morning to give us this inspiration, all these important details that will get us moving and get us on that track to great heart health. Oh, well, Kate, it's been a pleasure and it's so nice to speak with you again. Thank you so much. You're very welcome.